All right, welcome back to the 514 guys. Todd, how you been? Good, man. Like I was saying um, just before we jumped on, living in the Northeast in the fall, there's no place I'd rather be in the month of September. It's about 20 degrees every day. Fall colors are out. It is fantastic. Dude, I, I mean, I hear the same thing from my family living up in Canada. They're, they're loving life. It is blazing hot here, and I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully October. Things cool down a little bit. But let's get right into what obviously our audience wants us to talk about. Todd, why was Messi not dressed last night for Miami FC? <laughs> <laughs> Right. I, thought, I thought we were. I thought we were not going to talk about that. We were going to talk about the uh, the, the launch of the women's professional hockey league in North America. That's right. That's next week. That's the big episode. And you, um, you blew just, surprise. I think we should let our listeners know if you don't, if you didn't know, Taylor Swift is uh, dating Kelsey. I don't know if that's been made popular yet, but uh, we should announce that now. Big Sarca- news, you know. Sarcasm, sarcasm, sarcasm. <laughs> but my mom even asked me where the next Chiefs game was. So uh, you know, it's it's everywhere. You know, just before we get into this, I was looking at the. Uh, audience that we have and i haven't even shared this with you we have audience uh canada united states we have people in germany australia and italy listening to this podcast so i don't know who you know but uh that's an interesting uh demographic geographic location <laughs> for these listeners man we'll take it like hans hans wherever you are in germany there, uh, <laughs> keep exactly keep listening brother all right, buddy, let's get right into it, man. College football, that's definitely my, uh, my cup of tea right now. I'm loving that more than the NFL. Uh, did you watch any games last weekend? I watched the last half of Notre Dame-Ohio mm-hmm. State. Mm-hmm. It was a good game. Uh, I watched a bit of the Colorado on and off there, but mm-hmm. quickly lost interest. Um, that's about it, man. Yeah, college football. But uh, I, uh, you're a big college football guy. Right now, man, Who are you, like, what's your top two teams right now? Hard to... I mean, there's so many undefeateds right now. It's a good question. I mean, I think you have to stay with Georgia, right? Two-time national champs. Uh, that team is loaded. They haven't really played anyone. But choosing the number two team, I know I know it's Michigan, ranked number two. I'm a huge diehard Michigan fan. I don't think they're the second-best team in the country. I just think the receivers are, are too small. They don't get separation. Um, so I don't consider them number two. From what I've seen, maybe Texas Longhorns. And then the other kind of wild card right now is Washington Huskies. I mean, they're just putting up numbers that are ridiculous. But, but uh, it, it's tough. Things have to play out, you know. But don't you think there's been a flattening out now? Like, like to me, like the, apparently the college football ratings are up, um, and there's more unpredictability right now. Like, I think it, you know, there's been a flattening out. Like, there's certainly more parity among. It appears that there's more parity among the teams. Yeah, I agree. This is, you know, next year they're going to the 12-team playoff, and I think it, it, unfortunately, it's a year too late. There's going to be multiple teams, you know, whoever's ranked five, six, seven, that may or may not be undefeated, but certainly will be good enough to be in a playoff any other year. And it's, it's going to be really controversial at the end. I, I truly believe that. I mean, just look at the Big Ten. Like, what if, you know, Penn State beats Ohio State, and, you know, they all kind of beat each other. Michigan beats one. They all have one loss, and it's just going to get weird. You know, Bama has a loss, but they're not even talked about right now. Ohio State, you know, they beat Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame lost that game more than Ohio State won it. The Pac-10 looks incredible. There's team after team out there, right? Oregon, USC, Washington, Utah doesn't even have their starting quarterback. I know I'm just throwing things out there. But uh, it's going to be a really interesting year, and each week is, is crucial. It's like playoffs every week, and that's what makes college football so good. So in terms of national narrative, if and when – I'm probably saying if, or sorry, I'm saying more saying when, uh, USC destroys Colorado. 
is that story done? <laughs> like, are we, uh, you know, I mean, stop talking about it in terms of, you know, uh, you know, Dion is, you know, Colorado being the second coming of, uh, uh, next coming of power football program. Well, it's interesting. You know, I mean, there was a lot of things I, listen, I watched that Colorado Oregon game from start to finish. Um, I love Dan Lanning pregame, the head coach of Oregon. He was the defense coordinator at Georgia and he, I mean, he laid it out. I'm sure uh, if anyone's <laughs> listening, I mean, they're playing for clicks. We're playing for wins. Like it is on. And, uh, I mean, they laid the fucking wood. Like, it was on, <laughs> right? Like, it was on. And it, what's interesting is all through this week, you know, if you're if you're someone on Twitter in college football, Colorado just shit-talked all week. Well, you, you saw know, them it's walking all on social out on media. Oregon on the O there. They were walking yep. out on the field and, they, and making so, Instagram posts and whatnot. Yeah, so, yeah they, had they got exactly what they deserved, in my opinion. Um, if you're going to talk the talk, get ready. It's coming. And, uh, you know, this is the only way that these colleges are going to prevent Dion from taking everyone. You've got to absolutely obliterate them so you can tell recruits, hey, man, Colorado's not on our level. Come to us. You're going to see the exact same thing. Maybe not exactly the same. USC doesn't have a defense. But USC is going to lay it on them this weekend. Um, You know, they're at Colorado. The game, it's a weird game. They want to go national TV. It's a 9 a.m. kickoff out there uh, on the West Coast. So we'll see it at noon. But, if, I mean, USC, let's, let's start the number at 50 and go from there. <laughs> it's going to be on. So is it over? It's going to be hard. You know, there's, there's already a five-star recruit that Dion brought in that's not playing. Uh, he was one of the top guys, not Travis Henry, but he's already complaining about playing time. And Dion's like, hey, man, like, you know, work harder, do your work, this and that, you know, watch film. So guys are already starting to say, hey, man, maybe this isn't what it was promised. And uh, we thought we were going to steamroll everything, be the old Miami Hurricanes, and that's not the case right now. So I think we'll have to see. I mean, USC is going to beat them. Utah is going to beat them. Um, there's more losses this season. And I think it really stems on does Shamar, you know, Deion's kid, or if that's his name, does he come back next year? And if he does, maybe things are much better. But if he bolts, I don't know. I don't know where this goes. Yeah. See if it's short-lived, right? Like, is it is it really predicated on his play, on being with his kids, or does he have an interest post uh, post their college career? Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I I read something today, or maybe I heard it on a, another podcast. Um, Dion's kid and Caleb Williams at USC both have potential if they come back to school next year to make at least ten million dollars in NIL. So you figure you do that, you know, you get an insurance policy and you're set. Because neither one of them, let's just say, the Bears go 0-17, right? Or 1-16, and and they're going to draft a quarterback. Clearly, Chicago is the place where quarterbacks die. So (laughs) these guys are just like, I don't want to go there. And uh, now the NIL gives them an option. So I think things are going to play out. I think what happens in the NFL is going to affect these teams in college. So it's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, at least they have that NIL option, right? They're still making money even yeah. if they stay put. So yeah. Yeah. It's different. And then, you know, you speak about meltdowns in Colorado. Mm-hmm. We saw the Denver Broncos again, another team out there in Colorado get absolutely obliterated right by the Miami Dolphins. 70 points. Destroyed what seven, are your thoughts seven, on that one? Over 700 yards total offense, five rushing touchdowns, five passing touchdowns. And there probably could have been more points if they wanted, <laughs> they wanted to really push like, you know, like uh, I, I'm enjoying this. Sean Payton had it coming. And not that I'm, you know, never was I a big defender of Nath- the likes of Nathaniel Hackett, but, uh, you know, Sean, P- Sean Payton, you know, uh, put the previous Denver coaching staff, uh, put the spotlight on them and criticized them openly. So 
he had this coming, and uh, I'm enjoying it, man. They, they, I think they're playing the Bears this week, and then I think <laughs> the Vikings the following week, but then it gets tough. Like They play the Chiefs twice in three weeks, I think. Yeah. Um, so it's going to get uh, – when, you know, like I will see, like, the, obviously the the, uh, the large failing was in the defense on the weekend, but uh, it sounds like Russ Wilson Russell Wilson's really on a short string now. Like, we, we may see Stidham sooner than later, so – yeah, I think there were a few things at play in this one, and I think full credit to Dolphins. I mean, they kind of like Oregon. They let uh, their play do the talking. I don't think Sean Payton is as liked in the NFL as the media likes to play it out. Obviously, talking shit about a, a former coach, that's not the way things are done in the NFL. Could be payback in that sense. The other thing that's been out there a while is McDaniel, the head coach uh, for the Dolphins, has, you know, he was a ball boy with the Broncos. He grew up there, and he never got an interview with the yeah. team and yeah. he's like all right man here's here's what you could have had and i i believe it they easily could have scored 80 what he is also doing you know if you if anyone does watch the dolphins out there what they're doing with motion and speed is just you haven't seen it before it's kind of like yeah. they're, they're turning it into the cfl game a little bit where instead of a motion player is just almost motioning to stop pre-snap it's full speed and you can't bump these guys you're you're a trail technique from the go and uh, I, I love watching what they're doing. Obviously, we're going to get to them playing the Bills um, later in this podcast. But fascinating team. And as long as Tua stays healthy, wow, look out. Yeah, and I don't think even Waddle – I don't think Waddle even played. No, he didn't. Weekend, right? So, right. Uh, it's – yeah. It, McDaniel's a smart guy, right? And I, we, I didn't know anything about him when he first got the job. Mm-hmm. But even last year, their record wasn't great. But they played Buffalo tough last year in, in two games. Um, and they had a lot of close games, and the guy's impressive, right? Like, I think, fact, too, that Vic Fangio, like, you know, like, for a young coach to have enough confidence to take on a veteran defensive coach, right, that com- compliments him well, uh, it looks good for them, man. It looks I'm good. I'm with you. Yeah, well, then, this- let's, you know, let's stay in the AFC. So, obviously, you know, Dolphins, Jets, Pats. Let's talk about, you know, the Jets and the Pats right now. What are your thoughts? Let's go Pats. What are your thoughts with them right now? Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> mediocrity. If you looked up mediocrity in the dictionary, there's a picture of Mac Jones. <laughs> like, I just – there's nothing there, man. Like, it's – you know, like, they didn't they didn't score a touchdown in that second half uh, game against the Jets. Um, it was just basically Zach Wilson basically was not able to produce anything offensively, mm. and that's why the Patriots kind of got the win. But it's just so uninspiring. Like, I just find, like, the, the Patriots uh, right now, like, there's not – you know, there's not a lot. Defense has potential. They're definitely a fast defense, but they struggle sometimes even like stopping the inside run. And uh, I don't know. I'm not uh, the Bill O'Brien. There's been improvements to the offense, but they're not. Uh, to me, they're not a playoff team. Or if they get, if they're a playoff team, they're just going to scrape in. Yeah, That's in I'm with you. And and Mac Jones. I mean, video after video come out. Like he's such a dirty player. You know, there's. I don't know if you saw it. He's kind of, you know, checking Sauce Gardner's ball sack, you know, yeah. after the play. And even if he did or didn't, there seems to be intention there. He did a few things last year. And clearly, I mean, he's just, dude, stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just just stop and play. And uh, I'm with you, the Patriots. I used to love watching them just to watch them. You know, I thought it was Belichick's genius and, you know, the whole system there. Eh, it's run its course. You know what I mean? I know they don't have the dudes they used to have. And obviously when Tom left, things changed, but they're just a team. They're just another team that maybe they're in, maybe they're not, but who cares? There are a lot of, uh, they find themselves in a lot of third long situations on offense, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, 
you know it's coming hunter henry <laughs> right like yeah, if, he gets, right. if he gets it first down great but like if two out of three times they're not gonna they're not gonna they're not gonna convert right so right right um, and then obviously the jets you know everyone knows the story right aaron Rodgers, and we did have a poll um you know is aaron Rodgers going to retire and it was unanimous <laughs> in the poll uh he is not going to retire um interesting but the burden that's on Zach Wilson right now is just – it's unbearable. It, it is intense. Like, so I'll give you three uh, – all good things come in three. So I'll give you three New York sports authorities who have been publicly outraged <laughs> at Zach Wilson and Joe Douglas, uh, Woody Johnson, Robert Sala, the whole front office of the Jets, right? So mm-hmm. Joe Namath publicly came out and they said they should cut him. Joe Namath is, you know, like that's Broadway Joe, man. Like that usually he's <laughs> right. pretty, he's pretty diplomatic. Like he doesn't shit on the Jets too much, mm-hmm. but he basically publicly said that. Fireman Ed. So, you know, the guy in the Jets. Yes, got I the, saw the that. Comment? So yes. I sent you the Instagram post. So he's yes. driving home from the Meadowlands, right? Like out to Long Island. Probably pissed because he's in traffic, but also pissed <laughs> that he, he, he sat in the soaking rain and had to watch Zach Wilson like mm. pass for 29 yards in the first half, right? Like. And he's outraged, and you hear him, and he's his, his, his tirade. He's going, Joe Douglas, you need to fire. You need to cut him now. Cut your losses. It's not going to work. And then the last one, Mike Francesca, Francesca, longtime uh, sports radio king, like in New York City, he's got a podcast, said the same thing. Like he's mm-hmm. like, Robert Sala is defending him. He's lost the locker room now because the defense yes. uh, is, is kind of starting to turn on him, right? So, um, so those three, those are credible voices in New York City. Uh, and they've all turned on him. So, like, it's – I don't – Salah, like, yeah, okay, kudos that, you know, you're sticking behind your quarterback. Uh, but I know they signed Trevor Simeon, I think, this week. But uh, that's not a long-term solution, man. I think I'd be on the phone to Minnesota. <laughs> mm, Cousins, that's an interesting Kirk one. Cousins, man. Well, like, you know, you know uh, Kaepernick wrote a letter asking to be signed yeah. in the practice squad, and, uh, you know, that, that just – that letter got misplaced. Yeah, because, you know what? No. Like, it's like you're, it's, you're becoming like Tebow now. Like, it's four or five years removed of any, like, you know, like, and in, in probably seven, eight years from any productive football play. But it's like, media, stop covering this. Like, right. You know, like, right. Let it like, go. But just like go. he was in Madden last year, you know, yeah. just let it, let this thing go. But yeah. no, I'm with you. I think Zach Wilson, man, this, this kid needs a reset. He needs to go to, I, who knows, Arizona, you know, somewhere that doesn't care about football. Send him to the Bucks. Like, I don't know, where there's no pressure, but. A kid like that in New York, whew, he's just crumbling before our eyes. I mean, I don't care. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the Jets. I'm not a fan of him. But uh, tough, tough position to be in, like you said. But, I mean, again, you cut him, and then you've got Trevor Simeon, but then you need someone behind that, too. So I know you, you mentioned, you know, trading for Kirk Cousins, maybe, kind of an inside joke we have in our in our text no, thread. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's like. I don't know. We'll, we'll get into that too, right? I mean, who's out of the playoffs? That that might be another conversation. So let's get to the big two, you know, the Dolphins and the Bills. Where do you see them? Bills, man, obviously, like, uh, after that beat down against the Commanders, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and then an impressive win, well, the professor, uh, impressive win in uh, the previous week, like, they're, they're credible again. Um, their defensive line, you know, impressive. You know, like, uh, I still say, though, I mean, if the Dolphins come out and win that one, I think they're, you know, in terms of power rankings, man, you got to put them at the top. Like, I think, that, you know, like this is going to be a test game for them because they didn't beat them. They haven't beat them seven out of last eight games, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think it's going to be a good one, man. I think it's going to be a good game. 
I yeah, think it's going to be great. Um, I'm still not sold on the Bills, and certainly whatever you do to Washington is not going to change my thought. I mean, Washington is just – it's a tire fire. Um, the offensive line's terrible. The quarterback's terrible. It's the whole enemy thing, whatever. It's, it's a disaster. I think Ron Rivera's got to go. They fired – you know, the owner's gone. Not fired, but sold the team, new owner. I can see Rivera gone next year, full reset with the program and because uh, they're nowhere near – you know, you look at the Cowboys and, I don't know, the Giants are hit or miss, but that Washington team's been bad forever. Well, he's right? had one playoff appearance, but again, and I, think I always liked Ron Rivera, but, I mean, he's a defensive coach, but yeah, they haven't had it. Like, look at the quarterbacks he's had. Like, if you want RG3. to go down the list. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the quarterbacks, specifically Ron Rivera, has been given. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what did he have? Like, Haskins, Alex Smith, like, a, you know, a rejuvenated Broken Alex Smith. Broken Alex Smith, yeah. Carson, Carson Wentz. Uh... Heineke, right? Yeah. Sam Howell, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a, 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 a list of any notable QB talent, right? So, is that his doing, or you know, is, the, is that what the front office has been basically forced upon him, right? Like, right. It's, it's kind of hard to, you know, quarterback. We keep saying, <laughs> talking heads on ESPN love to say quarterback-driven league, right? The most overused yeah. statement, but uh, it's the truth. Yeah, you know, it's. Yeah, I think it's such an indictment, though. Like I, you know, I lived in D.C., the, the area there, for 15 years, and I probably went to, you know, 20 plus Ravens games and zero Washington Redskins games. And uh, I mean, that says it all. Like I'm just, they're just uninspiring. They've been that way for decades, and you know, things have to change. But uh, whatever, we'll see what happens. I think this is the end of the line for Rivera. I think it's the end of the line for a lot of those players. And uh, I don't know how we, we got into them from the Jets, but the Jets are in, in deep <laughs> shit right now, you know, and I, I'm all for it. So let's the Jets, go. So the Jets, though, it's like, because I think the average age of their roster is about 26, 27. Mm-hmm. So that sends me, you're getting, most of those players are getting, those strong defensive players are getting close to the end of their first contract, mm-hmm. right? So they are at a tipping point. Like they need to win with it. They have a small window, you know, two, maybe three years max. Right, like it's, or they're gonna they're gonna have to pay top dollar for all that defensive talent as they go into their second right. contract, right? So, uh, and yeah, I don't like you know like how well has it worked for the Jets to say okay, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't get back, we don't like mm. they can't tank because it's like they haven't had a good history of drafting QBs, even though there's like you know a crop of six or seven QBs, um, so they're kind of in purgatory. They're stuck between you know a hard yeah. rock and a hard place. It's tough. All right, let's get to the team that uh, if you were better. And I, I actually lost something on this one. You probably were high on the Dallas Cowboys last week playing the Arizona Cardinals. Dobbs, and, Dobbs uh, man. That's my what? new favorite, that's my new favorite QB. Christ. Dobbs, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> what happened, Todd? What happened? Ah, it's the back end, other than Gilmore, right? The back, on the back end defense, they give up big plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, either, you know, Micah Parsons is still, is still fantastic. But offensively, not in sync. And I don't know, just not a... They couldn't, you know, I think Arizona kid did a good job keeping them off the field for the most time. They had long sustained drives, right? So, uh, I mean, of all teams, when I, when I think of the NFL, I mean, I literally have to remember Arizona has a team. Yeah. I mean, it's just what? And uh, to see what they did, it wasn't even close. So you have to think, you know, Cowboys gone a little high. They're probably young, but uh, they need to get this ship right again because there's tons of potential there. And you can't use the excuse of one corner. I know he's a good corner, 
going down and the team falls apart. So this will be a good bounce back week for them and see how that plays. I out. mean, I was so I we said on the podcast I was so impressed the, the first week against the Giants. They were so fast. Like my Mike Parsons yeah. is averaging I think a sack and a half a game. Like it's it's impressive, right? But uh, they're not done. My top three. We talked about our top three, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think we did. We two weeks ago we did our top threes, but uh, Cowboys are not there now, man. For me, for sure. Exactly. All right. So you and I kind of talked about this in a chat, but we didn't get into it. Who do we think now, NFL season, you know, three weeks in, in your opinion, any teams out of the playoffs? Yeah, absolutely. I think Minnesota for sure. I think uh, the Raiders. Minnesota out. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> the Raiders for sure. Let's go down. They want to go division by division? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So Lions let's Jets, hold on. Say the Jets, Jets no. Jets going. out. I'm They're with going. you. They're I, out. I would probably say uh, Patriots. I won't write them off yet, but it's getting close, right? Okay. So let's go to AFC North. Uh, Cincinnati, eh, I can't rule Cincinnati. There's no one in the NFC. I would say the AFC North is, is the one division where they're all still got a, a shot right now. Okay. Uh, I think quarterback play is really iffy, obviously, with Burrow and yeah. you know what's happening in Pittsburgh. They are hot and cold. Burrow, well, Burrow has to get healthy. One, yeah, Burrow would be the one factor that I wouldn't eliminate Cincy right away. Right. So right. We'll see how the right. calf, calf injury happens. So okay. the AFC West, I would say the Raiders. Devontae Adams Adams is is publicly calling out the coaching staff already, like week week four, right? So uh, I don't think the Chargers, man. I don't like, I'm not, anyway, but I'm not going to rule them out yet. I'm not going to rule Chargers are one and two, right? I mean, look, I'm just looking at them right now. One and two, they've scored 86 points, allowed 87 points. I mean, talk, we are as average as average can be. Um, The coach is a complete wild card, right? Goes forward on his own freaking 20. I don't know. Chargers are. So I mean, the is, Chiefs. Yeah. Chiefs have got this right. Yeah. AFC West. You'd think that, right? Broncos. I mean, shit. Zero and three. Yeah, Broncos. They're not getting any right better. Out. Yeah, write, write the Broncos off. Right. The South. I don't think we can write out anybody else because they're so they're they're all bad. <laughs> right? like, Dude, I mean, how about the Jaguars? I mean, they've been a yeah. shock. Like I've bet on them twice this year. You know, looking at what they did last year. It seems like Trevor Lawrence has regressed a bit. Like, I don't know what's going on with the Jags. Titans just seem old. Derrick Henry, I mean, he he's like an old Herschel Walker. I mean, he's watching him. He lost it. He lost the juice. I see guys on defense. You know, they tackle him. They walk away from him. He's looking for the hand. Like, help me up. They don't yeah. even respect him anymore. Like, I don't know when Colts are getting back a Richardson. But that, right. Ben, and Texans have shown a bit of fight, though, man. Like, uh, mm-hmm. and C.J. Stroud, like, I would say, like, you know, it's been – Decent, I think there's some hope. There's yeah. rumors of hope there, right? So, yeah, so they got a shot there. Uh, I agree, uh, I agree. All right, so let's go to the NFC East. All right, Eagles, Cowboys, Commanders, and Giants. I hate to say it, man. I don't, and my Giants, man, I don't see them as a playoff team. I'm not, I'm not going to write them off right away there, but and <laughs> scored 43, allowed 98. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't see it, man. So, yeah, but again, too early to write any of those off for sure. I'm with you, I'm with you. I, I you know what, I'm. I'm going to take a stand on this one. Commanders are out. I'm going to write them off. Gone. That's fair. All right. NFC West, Niners, Seahawks, Rams, Cards. Cards are probably not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Dobbs is a nice story, but you can't see yeah. him going long-term yeah. on this. Yeah. So I'm with you. I don't think they have the roster. To me, this is – well, this, the top three are interesting here, right? NFC North, we have two of them playing in a few minutes. Packers, Lions, Vikes, Bears. Bears are out. Bears are out that. for sure. I Vikings, mean, they Vikings, are are, Vikings, gone. Are, Vikings are out for sure, too. Vikings are out. Interesting. Huh. I mean, they've lost a close couple close games, right? And they do have talent, right? Jefferson is a superstar. 
I know their quarterbacks on the last year of his contract. This is an interesting play. I mean, they're going to win enough, right? You would think. They're not going to go, oh, and whatever. They're not going to be worse than the Bears. They're not going to yeah, be worse uh, than whatever. You want one of the top quarterbacks. The challenge right? is, the challenge they're going to get is they're not going to get to the record. They're not going to win the divisions. The Lions win the division. And they're not right. going to get enough wins sufficient enough to beat a Seattle or a Rams or, you know, one of the teams in the South that finished second that'll take the wild card spot, right? So, so do you consider, let's just say they have, let's just say the 12th pick, okay? Let's, you know, a little below average. Making a package deal and including Jefferson in a deal to get into the top five. I don't know, man. Jefferson's a once in a lifetime, not a once in a, but he's a, that talent. I don't think you, you part ways with that. I, I think he's still young. He's still young and you know, he's had no significant injuries. Like I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't part ways with him. I think All right, well, let's, let's play this out. Devil's advocate, right? So, okay. So you don't do that. And you know, we're just into the Vikings train here. So you don't do that. You keep Jefferson superstar, right? Generational Randy Moss ish, right? But you don't get that franchise quarterback next year. You get a guy. You get whoever you get, right? And now Jefferson says, wait a minute. Am I going to have a career with a subpar quarterback? Maybe I don't re-sign after my rookie deal. And then you lose-lose. So you're not winning the Super Bowl, right? So you just kind of – if you play the long game, do you package Jefferson? I don't know. Just something devil's advocate. It's but, just such a crapshoot with the rookie QBs, right? Like, yeah. like, like there are Viking fans, and we know one that'll crap on Cousins to no end. But the guy was fourth overall in total yards and in, in, in percentage last year, right? Like, sure. Like, if CJ Stroud had that this year, we would be like, oh wow, like rookie of the year, like <laughs> dominee, yeah. right? Like, but because he's established that, and he hasn't had the Vikes haven't performed in the playoffs. People want to cut bait, like you know, for thirty-five million or whatever we're paying Kirk Cousins, like a year, right? right? Like, it just. I find that some of these GMs are running teams like fans, right? And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. I, uh, I, of the six or seven QBs that are going to be available next year, I'm not, other than you get past Williams, uh, would you want to, you know, buy a lottery ticket and take any of them? Like, not sure. Yeah, I, I, we said this, I think, on our first podcast. I think Cousins is probably the most underrated and kind of shit on quarterback in the league. Um, you know, you can't put all the blame on this guy. I know he makes mistakes, prime time. Like, that's his rep. He does it fine. But, dude, he's good enough to win you games. And yeah. uh, the alternative is, is definitely a crapshoot. I, anyway, I just think the Chiefs are doing it the right way like the Patriots did in the, in the mm-hmm. 2010s. You have your QB, you have your slaughter inside receiver, and you build around that. And Chiefs did that. with the, They have the tight end, they have the quarterback. If, yeah. you're, if you're Minnesota, you got the receiver. Is Cousins a QB? I don't know. But then you cycle in, you know, cycle in the other parts. Right? Like yeah. That. All right, last division, NFC South, Falcons, Saints, Bucks, Panthers. Panthers are out. Panthers, I think, made a mistake drafting quarterback. <laughs> I'll be honest. I mean, it, too small. I mean, it's already – it's out there. It's an issue. Bad reads, bad throws, scared in the pocket. This will not work out. Well, I mean, uh, I would have said that about Tua two years ago, right, when Brian Flores was there. And I'm realizing yeah. how incompetent Brian Flores is as a coach. I think the further mm-hmm. we, we get away from that. But uh, – yeah. So, I'm – I mean, do we write off Young now? I don't know, but right now they're not uh, they're not close to being a playoff no, team. No, they're not close. Falcons are surprising, right? Uh, yeah, Ritter, some, surprising. Falcons are fun, man. Like BJ Robinson, yeah. Ritter, yep. uh, Pitts. Like they got some stuff there. Like I, yep. I watched them the other the other day. They they can they can move the ball. 
They're okay. I watched the Bucks the other day. Obviously, I live here in Tampa. Watch the Bucks. It's a tough watch. They'll beat the bad teams. <laughs> you know, they'll lose to the to the good teams. I mean, the offense struggles. The receivers are getting older. Baker's Baker. Um, I'm definitely not sold on the coach. So I don't know. It's big Bucks Saints back and forth. I don't know. I don't know if either one gets in. Yeah, that's a Saints is a tough. I'm not saying how good or bad they are, but that's such a tough watch television wise. I agree. <laughs> I, I totally agree. And it's funny. I I was out last night with a friend of mine, and we were talking about the NFL games this weekend. It's not a hot slate this weekend. I mean, there's not a lot of glamorous well, Dolphins, games. Dolphins, Bills, and, and Dolphins, Bills, and Browns, and, and, uh, Browns, Ravens will be good. Correct, and and obviously tonight, right? The Pack and the Lions. Uh, that's a that's a good one. But overall, it's not a really exciting week. But uh, anyway, interesting, interesting. Any chance right. you think the Browns make a push? That, I mean, that chance? defense is playing incredibly, yeah. right? And then you know, obviously, I don't know. <laughs> Defense can can win, right? In the yeah. NFL a little bit. You got a pass rush, you can win. You have a superstar player. It's just hard to root for that team. Yeah. And um, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's tough. Not who the hell likes the Browns. But but conversely, I'll just say this. I mean, I'm not, I I find the Steelers are they put me to sleep. Yeah. Matt Canada, the offense coordinator, like that team just it's like watching paint dry. I can't watch the Steelers. Ravens are the same Ravens they've been for 15 years. Watch Lamar run around a bit, try to win it at the end. And Bengals, I mean, if Joe Burrow's out, like forget about it. I'm watching cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so anyway, those are my my thoughts on the NFL. All right. So before we wrap up, buddy, what else? Any anything you're doing, watching, reading, consuming? I sent you the clip for the uh, new Blink-182 Blink single. Yes. One more time. So they got an album. I think it's coming out in October. But uh, mm-hmm. kind of a reunion, right? But uh, I just – a bit nostalgic. Like when you watch the video and stuff, like it, they touch on in the song, like all the stuff they went through, like uh, Travis Barker, you know, you know, almost in a fatal plane crash that killed everyone else that was on board pretty much. And, uh, yeah. uh, you know, um, one of their mem- band members had cancer too and stuff like that. So – Kind of cool. I uh, I enjoy it. Like you know, it's kind of a guilty pleasure. Not it's not the greatest musically, but uh, good listen. Oh, they have good songs, and it's interesting because I was listening to an interview with one of them, and it said it, it took all these strategies to uh, yeah. bring them back together. Yeah. So uh, it'll be an interesting album. I'll just give you two albums: one old, one new. For whatever reason, I get into this band like once every six months, and I get into them for like two weeks. So I'm listening to The Doors. Um, love some of their some of their stuff. I know it's not for everyone. But a little, little trippy, a little psychedelic. Been into the doors a bit. And then a band that, if you're Canadian and you grew up and you liked um, Blue Rodeo, I'm going to give you a band from Australia that I followed for a few years. I saw them in concert a few years ago called The Paper Kites. Super mellow, um, just awesome lyrics. I mean, when you're, when you're working, you're, just, you're chilling at home. Anything cool just right. to set set the tone i highly recommend the paper kites an australian, great, great an australian jim cuddy okay yeah exactly <laughs> what uh have you ever thought like you know have you done in the past 10 years a uh, val kilmer doors rewatch you know that's a good question i haven't I, you know we you and i talked in a our earlier podcast we both watched his documentary yeah. um where he is now but that's a good one for me to rewatch i'll, I'll definitely get up for that one have you watched it recently i haven't but i'm just trying to think is what we have to i'd have to look which streaming service has it right i'm sure it's on yeah i'm sure it's on prime somewhere but anyway yeah yeah could be a watch man yeah well that's good man that's a wrap for this week enjoy the games um todd i look forward to catching up soon obviously we'll talk off air but cheers to all the listeners have a good week folks bun some in bun some in <laughs>